0: Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies,
1: and we drink some brews.
0: I'm Jordan, and staring me through the screen here is Ratcatcher number three. Number three, motherfucker. (laughs) So what happened to the first two? Suicided. That's right. This week, we're talking the brand new Suicide Squad. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... Don't get eaten by a shark. Or torn in half. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All righty. Well, today is a, uh, or this week, I should say, is a different week for me. Um, I'll just show you here. This week, I am drinking dad's old-fashioned root beer.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: Cause I can't have regular beer for twenty four hours, so I. Oh really? Yes, yeah, so I got beer. This kind of beer instead. Okay. Whoa, that's been a while. That's got some. Oh, it does have good flavor to it, though. Man, I haven't had this in it's been years. Been a hot second since I've had a dad's root beer. Oh man, that's good though. I mean, it's kind of a mixture of the barks and mug kind of put together. Mm. kind of like the third one on the
1: shelf it's
0: delicious though
1: i don't know when i think of root beer i think of mug
0: yeah that's my go-to root beer mug amw but this is good mm-hmm. what do you got there
1: i've got I don't, I don't know if i've had this or not i just saw it. my guy like, oh, hasn't had it in a while but it's a totally chill hazy ipa from hopworks urban Ooh. brewery
0: let's see the cover See the it's a variation
1: place. of one of their Yetis, I guess.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I think I've seen that one. Nice. I haven't had Halberks in a while. I, I, I actually need to just go there. I haven't been to one in a long time.
1: Yeah, I went to one in Vancouver not too long ago.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that's the only one I've been to this year is the Vancouver location. I wanted to finally check it out, and it was a cool spot.
1: Yeah, we went, uh, we went there after hanging out with uh, Shiloh's aunt and uncle for a little bit because nice. they live in Vancouver now.
0: Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get going here. Uh, let's start off with some movie news. Um. Well, yeah. Wait, anything going on in the movie news world? I saw. Yeah. You know what? Good. One of the first things
1: I saw today, which this is kind of a cool thing, but okay, I don't remember after the end of the first Sonic movie that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Right
0: early 2020. uh
1: yeah like in i mean spoiler alert but in the post credit scene it shows tails show up into the uh human world Mm -hmm. classic sonic well today i don't i think they announced that knuckles was going to be in it before but they announced the casting today and idris elba posted on his twitter with it was just a picture of knuckles glove saying knock knock Huh, nice. So he's going to be doing the voice of Knuckles in Sonic 2. Heck yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I was thinking about it. I'm like, no, that fucking works. His voice with Knuckles would actually be pretty good. Especially after watching Suicide Squad. I'm like, oh yeah, like that'll work. That'll work, yeah. <laughs> and actually, in kind of the same vein, Margot Robbie, also in today's movie, was cast in the new Wes Anderson movie. Really, alongside tom hanks adrian brody bill murray and
0: tilda Swinton. nice have we seen um, tom hanks in a anderson movie i don't think so Not that Absolutely. we've seen bill murray obviously yeah you know, like two but i
1: tried to look up there's no name for it it just says it's going to start shooting in spain in a month or two but there's no name and no plots cool uh,
0: i, I love do, seeing margot robbie work with all these different directors so, I know it's kind of see.
1: interesting. I'm like, wow, I'm like, I literally just watched her as Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad. And then it just announced it's going to be in Wes Anderson. I'm like, you get to do everything. Fuck yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's cool because we've seen her under Tarantino, uh, James Gunn, Scorsese. So, yeah, hell yeah.
1: And then <laughs> I didn't realize all of this is kind of WB related, but. It might have just had an earnings call or something. It's but WB. they also announced that Warner Bros. has reached an agreement with AMC for their 2022 release schedule. And so with Warner, the studio and the AMC theater train, they agreed that movies will have a 45-day ex, like exclusive run in theaters before hitting HBO Max. Okay. Well, so honestly, that still sounds super short. But I yeah, guess but, I mean but, most but movies make the bulk of their money in the first month. couple months.
0: Yeah. So I mean you'll make most the bulk comes in the first two to three weeks. So 45 days isn't terrible.
1: Yeah. So I thought like, that was kind of I mean, interesting. That... Like it still doesn't sound very long. So if you really wanted to wait, you don't even have to wait two months.
0: Yeah, it'll still help get butts and seats. So I mean, knowing that we could have seen Suicide Squad this last weekend in a theater or had to wait 45 days. Oh, I'm there in a the theater. <laughs> exactly. And even though we could have got, just watched it at our homes. I'm so glad I went and saw this in theaters because we had honestly, to get, we'll get we, into it. I
1: was like, we was like, because uh, this weekend was just so packed for us that I'm just like, I might not be able to get to it. And that's why we decided to go on Thursday night, just to get it. I was like, let's just get it out of the way. And I'm glad we did because my weekend filled up pretty fast, but so glad we saw it in theaters
0: instead of just watching it at home. start. Yeah, how did I... I had one of my busiest or most profitable work weeks ever and somehow managed to go to the movie theater four times. Holy shit. A lot of Terminator. Yeah, so that's kind of all the movie
1: news that I have, but like that includes like Warner Bros. like so Batman, the new Batman movie will come out in theaters for 45 days before it hits HBO Max. You know, and stuff like that. I mean, mostly... I don't know if Dune is still coming out.
0: As far as I know, uh, yeah, we got a, new, a brand new trailer for it before Suicide Squad. It's still right, slated so I'm for. It's still on track October. to come out
1: this year, which I would love to see that in theaters because. But it's well, sci-fi I it's
0: I'm, I I don't know if the list last weekend's box office is an indicator of something though, because I thought for Suicide Squad it was still number one at the box office. I thought the numbers were going to be way higher than what they were. and And it might
1: just be the fault of dc for
0: and yeah uh, i don't i don't know if it's a dc thing if it's a delta variant thing i have no idea
1: well it's definitely a it's probably a mixture of everything but i think it's like yeah like people seeing uh delta cases uptick but then we also have the track record that was the universally panned suicide squad the first one yeah, and people, even people though still, like they had james gunn but dc does not has a very hit or miss track yeah, record but it's weird though because people kept
0: going back to that other one it made so it didn't make three quarters of a billion or something close it was it made a ton of money yeah i know and even I, after I, the bad I, reviews and people like oh god this sucked so people kept going back for some reason i don't know who they were i don't know i feel like when a movie is
1: just like hey i heard this was like this is one of the worst movies I've ever fucking seen. You're like, is it that bad? He's like, no, it's horrible. I'm like, well, now I'm curious to see how bad it is.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This one was just so much better and deserves so much more love and be successful. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. we'll get into, we'll get into that. We'll get it. Uh, let's let's switch segments here. Let's go on to other things we saw this week. I got one thing I'd like to share that was kind of a fun one. So they released pardon me netflix released a brand new season of the movies that made us this time around we go behind the scenes of forrest gump jurassic park pretty woman and what was that other one back to the future back to the future there we go So I I didn't so I've actually never seen the movie Pretty Woman so I decided to skip that one for now because I I started watching it I was like you know I think I'd actually would like to put this on pause and actually see the movie first because I'm probably gonna spoil a ton I know the premise of it but I still think "Eh, maybe I should just watch it for for finally Uh, but yeah so I watched Back to the Future Jurassic Park and Forrest Gump episodes and once again just a load of fun all these cool behind the scenes and even though again they're all movies I've seen the behind the scenes of before they still brought new elements to it and it was just a load of fun new information to learn, especially with like back to the future. They kind of go back further talking about Bob Zemeckis and Bob Gale and just how their history together and how they knew each other in film school to the present or to the, well, the present being back to the futures being made. Anyway, Fun stuff, Uh, fun stuff uh, with Jurassic park two, and kind of behind the scenes and getting to know one of the, uh, the head uh, CGI um, creators of it. That was pretty cool. But yeah, I would definitely say worth a watch.
1: I know, I haven't checked that out yet. Worth a watch. Sounds like it.
0: Yeah, streaming on Netflix, the movies that made us, and I got another season of four episodes too, as well as the holiday movies that made us. All of it is worth a watch. Nice. Badass. Well, I have a couple things
1: uh one movie because I watched this with Shiloh last night we were just kind of having like a chill night so we ended up watching uh Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix it's I thought that was her favorite that's I suggested it to her and we watched it but she's like no the si- the fifth book is her favorite the sixth movie is her favorite movie though the Half-Blood Prince but we watched uh we watched the order of the phoenix and i had only ever seen this movie once before because it wasn't until like last year that i actually went through and watched all the harry potter movies mm-hmm. but i don't know i was actually like kind of like i was actually kind of it was really cool re-watching it i guess because yeah it was more of a chore because i'm like just trying to get through these because shella really likes them and i'm not super into them but like re the 5th one, like this one's actually really
0: good hey, they have some badass lego now yeah but I don't know, I,
1: a hot take harry potter actually pretty good but i thought that fifth one was really good especially with the uh bitchy like Umbridge lady who's yeah, like i, I need the to see weirdest, it again craziest villain but she's such a good antagonist
0: mm-hmm. yeah we in our household two weeks ago we watched the first one <laughs> nice that's pretty fun yeah my only complaint with the first one is it's a great movie if they would go back and clean up some of the cgi like the creatures it would be timeless, but when you recognize bad, or just the CGI, like on the creatures, just looks so eh now. It, it kind of, it's almost distracting. Well, I mean, the last one came out
1: almost a decade ago, if not a little over.
0: Yeah, and and someone who has watched them start to finish too, you notice huge improvements as time goes on. Just the yeah, especially like better.
1: how Hogwarts itself looks throughout the movies. It just gets more and more defined, which is mm-hmm. really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Or yeah, the
1: so Phoenix. I watched that. That was fun. But also, something that I told you about, but I never mentioned on the show last week. I'm going to mention it this week. But Shiloh and I have been watching a uh, new Apple TV, Plus, whatever their streaming service is, um, called Schmigadoon, is what it's called. I always forget what it's called, but I haven't pulled up. But it starts Keegan, Michael Key, and Cicely Strong. Uh, and Key is from like Key and Peel. I think you know who he is. Like the comedy duo.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I'm like, I know so the name. He, I don't, I never saw Cecilia Strong in anything before this, but this whole uh TV show is about these two people that are in a relationship get stuck inside of a musical while they're on like a a retreat to help better their relationship.
0: <laughs> okay. A couples retreat and they get stuck in a musical together yes okay that, okay that sounds like a great premise <laughs> uh well yeah and honestly
1: like i actually thought it was a movie when i saw the trailer but found out it was a tv show and honestly though when child and i first sat down i'm like i don't know like we'll kind of check it out yeah. but it's one oh, of those sir. like this sh- blew me away with how much they commit like they play it and they commit fully to the premise oh my god i want to see this now and from Apple? start to fit. Well, okay. We, we haven't finished it yet. We watched four episodes in our first viewing. There's six total in the first season. Um, the fifth one came out last Friday, and the finale comes out uh, this week. Nice. So we're kind of saving the last two episodes because we just want to at least watch a couple back to back, but we might just rewatch the whole TV show. Because doing it in one go, we're like, well, if the whole season was out, we would have just watched as many episodes as we could have fit into the night. But each episode has three big musical numbers. And that's where like some of the best comedy in the show comes from is how funny the musical numbers are, but how good and choreographed they are. Like this, like I get why it's six seasons because there six episodes only, half an hour episodes. But these, this, this TV show blew me away. The production value is amazing. The songs are actually hilarious and really good. Um, Like it's just, and the the characters in the musical play it straight, and it's funny how it kind of has like a hint of Pleasantville, where like these two people from the outside kind of like create these little storylines inside what would be otherwise a traditional musical. But it's still like it's
0: like it's
1: Pleasantville like, but that's not necessarily a great example, but. It it's so damn good. Like Jordan, I will send you our password so you can check this out. But I would honestly just suggest like maybe waiting. I mean, it'll be out completely. I'll be out of
0: town for a couple weeks, so that works perfect.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But honestly, like you'll know in the first episode whether you're gonna like the rest of it. But like some of these musicals, like in episode four, have my favorite musical number.
0: Are these 30 or 50, 60 minutes? No, they're 30 minutes long. Okay.
1: Six episodes, 30 minutes long. So you could fit in your list and a nice afternoon.
0: Nice. But honestly, like I actually I in three weeks I might in three weeks I might be on my ass. So that'd be really nice to uh, have <laughs> something new to watch. Yeah,
1: honestly, it's it's
0: a great time. If you love musicals, definitely I was gonna give it, gonna a save shot. it for if Loki. If you kind of
1: like musicals,
0: <laughs> give it a shot because the music's fucking funny. Sweet. Speaking of TV, are we gonna get a new episode of Lego Masters anytime soon? It's been like three freaking weeks. We're getting one on Wednesday. Ah, finally. Good Lord. Yeah, the, the way Fox has been releasing this new season has really been annoying me. They did like three episodes, three weeks in a row, and now it's been like so staggered.
1: Yeah. I'm not really sure why.
0: I don't know either. That last episode, though, the Derby Cars was great. It, we laughed our asses off. My, one of my favorite parts is when they're trying to recreate the Lamborghini out of memory. <laughs> and those uh, two blonde ladies made theirs look like, they had like a look like a Volkswagen Beetle.
1: I know. One of them looks like a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> one of them
0: made one that looked like a dune buggy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that was so much fun. though. I'm not saying I could have done better, but that was just great.
1: <laughs> but I mean, it's TV. It's for your entertainment. So it's fun to laugh at. You're like, ha ha ha.
0: Well, Look how crappy that is! And one of the guys that won the competition and got that thirty-second advantage in the next competition, and, and they were completely done, up. <laughs> hit one car, I think was it, and then just zoom! past all the rest off. Of... Uh, anyway, Oops. all right. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's move on here. Let's let's get to our main movie on tap here we all ready for this
1: the suicide or no this one's called just suicide squad no
0: this one's called the suicide squad
1: um see it's really easy to already get it confused well to me this is the only
0: suicide squad
1: there's suicide squad 2016 the suicide squad 2021
0: you gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dress as a court jester. It's coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head? We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire up. Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? You, we here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm
1: so sorry. Harley Quinn.
0: Bloodsport. So, The Suicide Squad, written and directed by James Gunn, score by John Murphy, starring Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Keeneman, Daniela, I think it's Milquia, Viola Davis, David, whose last name I'm not even going to try, and Sylvester Stallone as the voice of King Shark. And, so I gotta say as far as this one goes, I was hooked up. This moment we got even that teaser trailer, which was like a kind of behind the scenes part trailer, part behind the scenes kind of look. I've uh, been waiting for this. It was my number three anticipated film of the year. And I got to say, yeah, Daniel and I and Shiloh went and saw it in theaters last Thursday and I was not disappointed at all. In fact, I think it exceeded expectations because I didn't necessarily have low expectations for this. Because I mean, I mean, number three on my anticipated of the year, but I still was cautious going to into it. But I was not disappointed. And I just had a great time watching this movie. So much fun. So many fun surprises. I had completely forgot it was gonna be R. So like when the, you see the first head explode and just blood everywhere, I was like, oh shit. But at the same time, oh hell yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. The characters are great. Uh yeah, fun characters, fun cast, great moments, very high on the entertainment scale absolutely i mean yeah going
1: into this uh i the trailer looked good i love guardians of the galaxy and i you know we said this forever and ever is that like after the first like original suicide squad trailer it's like it looks like they were trying to do guardians of the galaxy and they fucked it up royally and then disney fired james gunn and dc's like hey you want to come work for us so we went and worked for them he's like okay they asked him to do a Superman movie and he said I, he didn't want to take on a Superman movie, but he said he would do a Suicide Squad movie. He asked it to be R and they said, okay. Hell yeah. And the way they, the execution of this movie, like it would have still been, it would have been good if it was PG-13. Don't get me wrong, but like rated R is what the Suicide Squad should be, so you
0: can just do whatever the fuck you want. See, I think it would have been meh. Like, decent, but still kind of meh as PG-13. But R, hell yeah. Just being able to go all hog wild and do whatever you want, I thought was just awesome. I mean, Warner Brothers, from the looks of it and sounds of it, just backed off and said, here's a budget, do what you want. Because, yeah, he wrote and directed it, and he just had a good time. And what I like, too, is a lot of this was practical effects, So yeah, obviously there's still gonna be some CGI, especially with characters, but Mm -hmm. a lot of just practical effects. So you're not just it's not actors awkwardly in front of green screen interacting. They're actually in in real environments, real explosions going on. So that stuff was great, and yeah, just I mean this thing just kicked off with a bang and just didn't stop the whole And that's
1: true, you know. And honestly, I feel like we might just have to do all spoilers to kind of talk about even the beginning of the movie. But we'll talk about that in a second. But like you essentially know, and hats off to James Gunn. He tells you exactly what to expect from this movie in five minutes. Mm -hmm. The first five minutes, you know exactly what type of movie you're going to get. And you're going to know if you're going to like, if you're totally in or totally out, you know, you know, in that first five minutes, which I love, because honestly, like, Again, I was just like sitting down like kind of like nervous cuz I'm like, you know, like cautiously options, like, yes, James Gunn, but studio meddling happens. You know, James Gunn's at least a big enough name that you think it wouldn't happen, but you just never know. I mean, Disney fucked over what um the guys who did originally did solo. Oh yeah, the Lord of Miller. Lord and Miller. Yeah, like a huge name. Like still was like they've only gotten bigger, but they were pretty damn big at The time of doing solo and Disney still fucked them over. So you just never know. But honestly, like within the first five minutes, I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to enjoy this. If this, if it keeps it up, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this because I'm already having a blast. I'm already laughing my ass off. And it's only been five
0: minutes. Yeah. (laughs) So, so good. Yeah. I would definitely say too. I mean, it's on HBO check it out on HBO but I would say get to a theater it's definitely worth a big screen watch for sure I mean we went to I, an XD theater lounge seats and everything sat like center just the perfect amount far back from the screen and it was awesome it was I know I
1: I, I was just like I've gotten used to uh just watching my HBO movies at home like it's it's fun it's nice it's convenient and so I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'll go and see this in the theater, but we ended up doing it and I'm very glad we did because it just and it was great going with all all three of us. And we just had a great time.
0: Yeah, we did. <laughs> you know what I didn't realize too, uh, real quick, you know, we were walking out of the theater you're like, I like that poster, the Suicide Squad poster. because mm-hmm. It has a very uh, similar resemblance. Let me pull it up here.
1: Planet Terror?
0: No, hold on. Um, which is kind of like theme wise kind of the same theme of this movie let me pull it up let me enlarge it real quick and i'll uh share my screen with you real quick here two the dirty dozen
1: oh okay okay i can kind of see it
0: which i i want to get that poster by the way like that is just a sweet sweet poster it is a sweet poster so yeah i we Obviously, we're saying go see it. I yeah, we'll go into a quick spoiler review here because yeah, there's really you kind of just have to go into spoilers right away. But I would definitely say if you haven't seen it, pause, go check it out, and then come back. But yeah, it's definitely worth worth a watch. We both recommend theaters over watching it at home. But yeah, hey, I mean I it's kind of you can you recommend can...
1: this to like if you if you like the first one somehow, you're gonna really like this one. If you really hated the first one but are, like, into superhero movies in general, I think you're really going to like this new one. You know, like, it does everything as far as, like, you know, it's not, they like, they kind of did a soft reboot, but it's, like, it's not necessarily a reboot, but it's not necessarily a sequel, but they kept what worked, which was Amanda Waller, Viola Davis,
0: um, the guy who plays Rick Flagg. Cool. Oh, I, well, I forgot Flag was in the first one. Yeah. You're right. That's how forgettable the first one was. <laughs> yeah well the guy the actor who plays rick flag joel and harley
1: quinn because i mean those are essentially like everything that really worked and especially like with those two like characters in harley Quinn, like you know like harley quinn obviously lots of people love margot robbie's harley quinn i still really like her as harley quinn um but to just keep viola davis and rick flag it just makes it feel like oh this is a program like we're not going to see the same people every time some of the characters might overlap but you can get like it's a prison system like any villain that's been arrested ever is fair game to be put in these
0: movies yes which is awesome which i like that and i want to see more of these exactly but um so
1: it just I love the premise, and plus, like in like Gardens of the Galaxy, it's like okay, you're not really expecting any of them to die, you know, because they're all good guys, right? You now the good guys win. Suicide Squad, they're bad guys. They're all bad. They're in prison, and all they're you're doing is, is because if they do it, they get years off their sentences. And but what's even better is like they're, since they're all bad guys, they Want to stab each other in the back? Sometimes they, and they get killed, you know. So you don't know who's gonna live or die through like the Suicide Squad, and I love that.
0: Same, same, same. <laughs> you um, know, it just makes
1: it exciting.
0: Okay, so we are officially in spoilers, and we need to do our countdown. Spoilers in three, two, one. Spoilers. Okay, now it's free for all. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, the reason we had to go in spoilers because. I love the fucking big old bait and switch that the trailer did to what the first five minutes of the movie, which is why I just fell in love. Because the trailer starts with like, yeah, it has King Shark and it has a uh, blood sport in it, but it's got um the Weasel. What was Pete Davidson's character's the name? The Weasel. Um, Blackguard, Mongol, Javelin. You know, Captain Broomring and TDK. You know, those guys are all in the trailer. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I loved watching it because I'm like, dude, like, all these fucking people, I'm like, these look crazy. Like, this looks, I've never even heard of any of these people. So, it'll be really fun to just get to know all these characters. Five minutes into the movie, completely wiped off the map. One by
0: one. (laughs) One
1: by one, just gloriously fucking murdered. I mean, Blackguards... Betrays them at the very beginning. And the first thing that happens to set the mood is he gets his head blown, his face is blown off completely.
0: That was the first indication. Like, oh that's right. This is R. Awesome. I totally forgot. Yeah. So you get all of that. You get like all these characters
1: that the trailer sold you, you know, for the most, you know, all these like crazy characters, and then they all get fucking murdered. Cause guess what? This is a suicide mission, and it's a suicide squad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it just yeah. makes you feel like, yeah, these people are all fucked.
0: And I, didn't, I didn't see that coming at all. What was uh, the name? Who's the character that we first see?
1: Oh, uh that's Michael Rooker's Savant.
0: Yeah. That's right. So yeah, he's the first one we see. He's the first one we see, and we kind of follow for a little bit. Yeah, the Savant. I know, make you think, like, oh man, this guy's going to be like a big player in this one. I kind of like this introduction to just sitting there in a, a little prison part block area, just throwing a ball around, killing that bird with a perfect bullseye hit. And then just gets his runs away because
1: it's PTSD essentially activates. It's what it seems like. And then he gets his head blown out by Waller. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which that was... I love
1: how after all of that and I love... <laughs> I was like, because Nathan Fillion played the guy who can just like dislodge his arms, and I love, uh, I just loved his facial expressions, but yeah. he gets fucking murdered. I'm like, ah,
0: oh, hilarious. It's just <laughs> but yeah, after that first big Bay of Pigs massacre, basically, you see his character swimming away, like fuck this, just searching away, and then yeah, she pushes the button, boom, head blows off. And what I loved is how I, I you know, I think we're, I thought at this point we're just in the movie, and all of a sudden it goes into a uh, beginning of a credit sequence because you see, with his blood and brains all over the water, Warner Brothers Presents. Yes. And I love <laughs> man,
1: and I loved how heavily, I, I, do, I am a sucker for heavily stylized movies. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something to say Same. for, like, subtle stylization, like Wes Anderson does sometimes, but also he does a lot of loud stylization, too. But, like, this was loud, and I love that. That's one of the things that really ticks off boxes for me. It's just really crazy stylization. It's had
0: had a very distinct style and flavor to it. I mean, you definitely knew it was a James Gunn movie.
1: Well, and that, yeah, it feels like a James Gunn movie and it's a consistent tone throughout. You know, and while people talk about like the Suicide Squad 2016 wanting an air cut now because like Warner Brothers reshot the first 40 minutes of the film. you know so it's like yeah i don't know if it would be good but that movie i did not even know until like this week that the original movie warner brothers took it away from the director and let the people let the company who cut the trailer who specializes in only editing movie trailers edit the whole movie like what a kick in the balls
0: uh yeah and
1: then they reshoot like most of your movie because they're like, "Ooh, people didn't like it." Yeah.
0: Well, didn't they add a? Uh, originally, Affleck's Batman wasn't in it at all, but then they added him in it. Yeah. So forgettable that one, but this new one is so much fun. Had so many great moments. Um, yeah. What are just some of the favorite parts? And I mean, that opening scene was just great. Well, I loved it. even the stuff on the plane with like the weasel. He's harmless. I mean, it's not harmless. I mean, it's killed 27 kids. killed
1: like 12 children, but (laughs) we think he agreed to this. We're not sure. (laughs) I mean, I love that. I mean, first, before we talk about favorite, I'm going to say as far as just favorite characters, no matter how short-lived they are. I mean, honestly, I like Rick Flags. I I think him and Viola Davis... Should always be in this to kind of like keep like okay we run a fucking system you know he's boots on the ground she's you know the one in charge she's the wall
0: yeah I'm I'm all for that or and then just everybody in the room too around her keep those people exactly like I want to make it feel like an institution I don't
1: necessarily want to get to know personally all these characters yeah there can be some overlap in like characters that have previously on the team but I love just the shuffling of new faces would love that every single movie. But on top of that, I really loved um Harley Quinn's obviously great. But I'm looking, I loved Bloodsport. Bloodsport mm-hmm. and Peacemaker made this fucking movie for oh, me. Yes. John Cena as Peacemaker, holy shit. Like, I think he originally described him as like a douchebag Captain America, but I'm like, that undersells how outrageously how outrageous of a fucking douchebag this guy is. Yeah. But it's so <laughs> wonderful it's so good so good in Bloodsport, just he had great moments i fucking loved his mask i wish he kept i mean i get idris elba super bankable actor. Actor, you don't want him his cover Still like his face covered but his mask was more. too damn
0: cool to not be on all the time yeah that totally reminded me of uh, xena more from alien yeah totally had that kind of look going for it loved it though yeah i mean some of my favorite and characters. also king shark like those king are top shark, three characters yeah. for me. I, and
1: rack hatcher you know i liked pretty much all the characters
0: and
1: and but sylvester stallone playing king shark's voice like awesome
0: <laughs> he had some great moments too <laughs> some really funny ones i mean just eating people i guess um so in that part where you see him rip somebody in half Obviously, a CGI king shark, but I guess that was a real dummy pulled apart with string, like wires and stuff. Damn. <laughs> so that was cool. But yeah, That's- he had some great moments. One of my favorite moments though is when he finds himself in the aquarium room and he's in like, these like fish, little fish creatures are kind of befriending him. And he's just bouncing around the room and they're following that. That's just a hilarious moment just for the for him to be later on surrounded by them and all of a sudden teeth and everything come out like what the? I, I mean i honestly didn't know what his capabilities were and i there's several times i thought he was done
1: yeah but he's just like got he's a fucking shark so his skin's tough as hell and it's, it's he's essentially a god yeah. or like a sea god or i think they kind of mentioned that but Essentially, he's almost impossible to kill.
0: Well, once uh, he, he did that nice fall and got sprayed with bullets and was still alive, like okay, <laughs> probably nothing. You're like much oh, to so kill. this
1: guy, like, and they're like, yeah, we keep you have to make sure he stays with you because you know he's got the most like raw power, and you see it, and it's amazing from just breaking stuff to literally just eating people whole to biting off their heads to just ripping them in half.
0: <laughs> uh, was so awesome. great, so great. So, yeah, what were some of your favorite moments? As far as favorite moments, I mean,
1: the whole movie. But right. I know, it's hard I to really, like it was all very great. But I feel like my favorite moments are like the first five minutes because it just sets the tone so well for the movie. Like I already went into that, just like you know exactly what you're getting. It keeps the tone throughout. Mm-hmm. So. Good indication, in or out, you'll know in the first five minutes. And I appreciate that about a movie, especially if it's two and a half hours long. Same. I'd like to know if I'm going to like... Well, I mean, I was in a theater, but I wouldn't have left. You weren't going but I'm saying it is life. nice to know what you're getting immediately. Definitely appreciated. But, like, so the uh, first five minutes, when everybody gets slaughtered, then we get the characters that we follow for the rest of the movie. I mean, I loved when harley quinn gets captured separately and taken to the palace yeah that entire sequence was like holy shit her with the
0: leader (laughs) guy
1: oh my god like they just fuck they destroy a room he's like i love you and then he says something like oh yeah we're gonna i'll kill children i'll kill like whoever stands against me and she just fucking shoots them which i felt it coming on because i'm like okay we can't see her behind you so Something bad's gonna to happen to you. But I love she shoots them and then just like, so I've had bad relationships before, and the type of people that I, you know, attract aren't the most stable. And I love, she's like, so I told myself if I ever saw any red flags again, I'd shoot them. I mean, that. Was and that felt so harley quinn too i I love that
0: laughing so hard at that moment that was just a great movie or a great sequence there i mean i love that i loved the interrogation sequence with harley quinn
1: yeah i mean the final fight at the end was great um the sequence like the entire sequence of them going through the uh the government facility i forget what it was called like Yaldenheim or something. Mm-hmm. Uh the old Nazi like World War II scientist like bunker that is like kind of centerful, like center for like the plot. Like when they actually get in there from start to finish, oh, amazing.
0: Glorious stuff happening there.
1: Exactly. One of like, my
0: favorite sequences, though, is when they were in the camp killing people left and right. Yeah. It, you, you got know blood what? blood sport and peacemaker just killing people left and right and just. How they were killing people was hilarious. I mean it was a like great having sequence. a pissing
1: contest through it too. Oh
0: gosh, I was laughing so hard. So she you got that guy laying down, and Peacemaker just goes by him and just like stabs him several times up the body till he gets to the head.
1: Yeah, he's like fucking asleep. <laughs> he's just like hatch it like one, two, three, four, five, and just keeps keeps walking. Man, yeah, there was so much comedy packed into that wanted just- to
0: find out like. You killed our men, like you killed the good guys? <laughs> they're like, wait, because they went to rescue flag and they're like, wait, what what's going on? You're not captured. You're like, why didn't my men alert you? Being uh, held prisoner. Yeah, what? why didn't my men alert me? Uh what, what man? I we didn't see anybody. <laughs> like,
1: you killed all of them. Be like, oh, God, we're no. really sorry. I was laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. Uh and I love the end. I mean. He wasn't like the quote-unquote main baddie, per se, but what was that Star thing called? Starro. Starro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this little starfish creature captured from space, brought in for experiments. And I just loved how he operated, how he can shoot out all those little mini facehugger versions of himself. To assimilate the entire thing. Oh, so cool. Oh, when we haven't talked about the um, uh, Ratcatcher 2, I, I love her character i think i liked I, her just not quite as much as harley quinn but we've also had three movies with harley quinn now but right. i i loved her character too but the everybody together though even polka dot man which oh you know great sequences with polka dot man too and polka dot man was mother great Trump, i mean I've really, you're, i really you i really love
1: rat catchers <laughs> if they ever take another swing at like a uh Birds of prey, or you know, Gotham City Sirens. I would love part of the core like of that group to be have Ratcatcher with Harley
0: Quinn. Oh, so that'd be fun. She was a great character, um, and also
1: guess... um, when we we're going through Ratcatcher's tragic backstory about her dad who had a heroin addiction, who mm-hmm. was the original Ratcatcher. During the first clip, I'm like, that looks like Taika Titi, but I can't tell. And then you see them on top of a the statue towards the end, like, is not another flashback. I'm like, holy oh shit, it is Taika
0: Waititi yeah. that they got for that role. I didn't, even, oh gosh, I didn't even recognize him. That's funny. Yeah, I, I kind of think he, I like this guy looks familiar-ish, but yeah, I didn't know it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, so he was great. rat. He played Ratcatcher the original. Ratcatcher the original. <laughs> like, what? There are two of them. When they say her name, Ratcatcher two, there was another one. <laughs> something yeah my and father and,
1: and I love Sebastian her little rat just like did that rat just wave at me that's
0: right yes <laughs> that had some great moments that was good would you say he's kind of was rocket of the movie sort of I
1: mean he can't talk silent, he's literally just a rat rocket. but he was so adorably cute and like the moments with the little rat just like waving at Idris Elba. he's like Bloods.
0: Yeah, blood sport, like uh, what the fuck Which
1: I mean, I also love that he's like, I am fucking deathly afraid of rats. And Waller's just over the comments, like, why didn't you tell us you were afraid of rats? He's like, I don't go around posting my liabilities. Like,
0: are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't know why this reminded me of that episode um where Phoebe and Rachel have been it's on Friends. Phoebe and Rachel have been living, they were roommates, apartment got burned, it's getting repaired. Rachel's been living with Joey and Phoebe's afraid that uh she won't move back in so she gets joey a drum set and then gets my pet tarantula and it backspires because joey's the one afraid of the tarantula right <laughs> and that kind of reminds me of blood sport like whoa I, I mean i'll kill people and things like that but get that rat right away from me yeah <laughs> so funny
1: and you know what's some what's cool is just like how like it's kind of funny the star was actually technically like a galactic threat Mm-hmm. In DC, because Starro was the first villain the Justice League ever fought in the comics. Oh, really?
0: A yeah. giant starfish? A giant starfish named Starro. That's funny. I saw an Adult Swim video of them fighting Starro today. That was pretty great. Nice. <laughs> but uh, um, I loved his you know, takedown, you- too. Oh, that, just that moment though, that shot of Harley Quinn with the, with the javelin. spear, javelin, going into his eye amazing and having the eye just engulfed like just sucks her in with just water she just well and yeah the shots of her inside him it's in the liquid of his eye is so cool yeah and then the rats eating like they're inside a computer eating away at the wires
1: well, i fucking love that because i'm like oh yeah you don't really think about it, but like rats can swim for miles without getting tired mm-hmm like so for them and they can hold their breath for a decently long time too so when they just like burrow into his eye and start just eating his veins apart from the inside out i'm like that is fucking brutal and amazing so great i uh, mean i loved everything about this movie everything about this movie is everything the start to my finish, i had a great time it,
0: it's what two hours 210 it went down smooth uh, yeah it's nothing two hours long went down smooth I don't know. I thought it was great entertainment start to finish. I mean, if I grade this out, I give this an A+. I just had such a good time. So glad we went together. This is the first movie I think Daniel and I have seen together in theaters in like a year and a half. Yeah, I think so. I don't, so. I don't even remember the last one. Maybe Onward? I don't know.
1: Dude, we, no, we didn't go see Onward. I went with Shiloh and Gavin to Onward. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, well
0: then I don't know. It was Sonic. before that. Maybe Sonic? Did we see that? Might
1: have been Sonic? No, yeah, because 1917 was that the very beginning of 2020. Yeah. So we saw a couple movies after
0: that. Ah, so good. But yeah, I give this mid, 9, 9.5 out of 10 on the entertainment scale. And yeah, A+. Plus. Like, I just had a blast. <laughs> it was so much fun. Again, went down smooth. Great characters. Just so much fun. I loved all the gore. I'm so glad it was R. This could not have been anything less than R. And now I hope they know, like, which sucks is like, yeah, make a little I know it's like
1: fucking... Like it was first in the box office, but it's at least it was first.
0: Yeah, this, these box office numbers are really annoying me because I really wanted this to really be a hit. I really, really wanted this to be a hit. Same, so, especially but I think Warner Brothers, like, like yes, we did the right track,
1: track thing. record, especially with that last one. Like, feel like a lot of people like went just because like people heard it was so bad that they had to watch it. I'm well, like look, okay, why would you watch another one? You let's wouldn't.
0: Say, let's say James Gunn comes back and writes and directs another one. Does it is it a bigger hit than this though in three years from now, four years from now? I could see, I just want this to at
1: least pick up in like DVD sales, but I don't know if it would if it's on HBO Max. Yeah, well, they only yeah, have it's like it for I feel like this days, is gonna be kind of like a weird cult classic, like, yeah, because it, well, if they it only doesn't have it, start picking up, but it's it's early, it's the first
0: week. I know it's, I'm buying it, like, I'm seeing it again in theaters and I'm buying this when it's available on Blu ray. Same, it's a must own
1: for me. Absolutely. Honestly, like, yeah, we're, I was cautiously optimistic. I was trying to like, it looked good, but I essentially kept myself down from getting too excited about it because I'm like, okay, DC is very hit or miss. I was super jazzed for wonder woman two, And I did not like that movie. I loved the first one. Didn't like the second one, you know? So they're so hit or miss. So it's hard to get excited, but I'm like, I don't know. James Gunn's making the movie that they tried to make with the first one. And they gave him a rated R like, come on and it pulled through like a,
0: I'm so glad oh and uh we're in spoilers i guess technically still i want more weasel turns out he survived i want more weasel in the next one
1: yeah you know and they really tee it up for something else with the end credits scene but i gotta say like one of the things that you know i thought would be wouldn't necessarily be an issue because i feel like for the Sousa squad franchise if you just keep bringing back viola davis and rick flagg but they killed off Rick Flagg, which I think is really the most regrettable death, just because I think he's kind of like there to run the squad, well, you know, to run almost... it.
0: what that, that's part of what I like about stuff like this. So I like surprises, like because a lot of a lot of times you're like, oh, there's no way they're going to kill him off.
1: Right. But I also don't know. I like I love that they kill off the superpowered baddies. I, I think Rick Flagg and Viola Davis, like if they're the only ones returning, it makes it feel like an institution. Yeah. You know, like that.
0: Real quick, one super sweet moment, too, was with uh, Bloodsport and his gun and how that thing kept expanding and getting bigger and bigger. I don't know why. I just love watching that whole sequence with his gun.
1: Yeah, you know, like little, I don't know what it's called besides like nanotech weapons or something. You know, those can be either really cheesy or really cool, but I think with Bloodsport, it made it look really cool. He kept pulling like these weird little weapons off of his chest. He made that big, huge gun without putting them all together.
0: I thought it was a cool sequence. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I think that concludes our our review here of the Suicide Squad.
1: I mean, for us, it, yeah,
0: A plus love
1: like ten out of ten entertainment, and honestly, A plus for just like being a really awesome, enjoyable movie, especially in a theater. A plus for not sucking. <laughs> <laughs> it did a lot more than just not suck. Oh gosh. That's all you can hope for out of DC is not sucking, but it
0: definitely exceeds all of that. I would say right up there well I like this better than the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut's great. It's obviously still pretty long but this rated R and going all out with violence just makes it so much more entertaining to me.
1: Yeah I mean I I might watch the Snyder Cut but I'm not going to watch the Snyder Cut more than this movie. This movie's two two hours 11 minutes. Snyder Cut's four hours long. I don't have time for that most days. Half the
0: length twice the violence. (laughs) Four times exactly. around. <laughs> all right exactly. well let's wrap it up here Dana. where can they find us they can find us online on movies underscore
1: bruise instagram and twitter let us know what you think let us know if you like suicide squad 2016
0: tell me why yeah i want to know <laughs> exactly all right everybody well hey thanks for downloading the show if you like it share it with others and we will talk to you next time on movies and bruise Cheers.